Welcome to Lou Marks' Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Let's talk about voter fraud, the Democrats' desperate illegal scheme. Voter fraud exists, even though the Democrats, liberals, and the fake news mainstream media claim it doesn't. First, what exactly is voter fraud? The FBI defines voter fraud as a crime to intentionally give false information when registering the vote. It's also a crime to receive money or something of value in exchange for voting. It's also a crime to mail in absentee ballots in the names of deceased people or animals or non-existent persons or voting more than once in the same election. Voter fraud, intimidation, and identification laws are sharply partisan issues. However, voter fraud continues to plague our nation's federal elections, diluting and canceling out the lawful votes of the vast majority of Americans. There must be a mandatory photo identification for voters at the polls, like most other countries. Simple. Democrats, of course, insist that voter fraud is not a problem, that voter ID laws will disenfranchise countless American citizens, meaning illegal aliens who don't have ID or not legal here. Dead people obviously don't have ID, and even cats and dogs who don't have ID. That's the Democrats. The EAC was created by the Help American Vote Act of 2002 to serve as a national clearinghouse and resource of information regarding election administration and research. As a supposed bipartisan commission, the EAC should remain completely independent from partisanship. But it doesn't. So how does voter fraud occur? Voter fraud is very, very, very common. And there are poll watchers even to look for people impersonating voters or voting numerous times. People that have died 10 years ago are still voting, cited in a report that found 1.8 million deceased people remain on voter registration falls. Let me say that again. There is a report that actually found, in fact, 1.8 million deceased people, dead people, are still, they remain on voter registration rolls. That means fraud could be for 1.8 million people so easy, they could fake votes. There's a massive problem with illegal immigrants who are voting, citing research by Old Dominion professors who say non-citizen voters may have benefited Democrats in 2008. Of course they did. If you don't need ID and you don't have to register, you can just vote. Anybody can sign as many names as they want. To be sure, voter fraud happens. This is common sense. In Chicago, 62 people, most of them precinct captains, were indicted by a grand jury for stuffing ballot boxes. Precinct captains and Democrats buying votes, including a scheme in which they would identify registered voters not voting on election day and forge ballots in their name. This is done by the Democrats. Busloads of people going from polling place to polling place, such as Rudy Giuliani described. The Democrats had busloads of college students coming to New Hampshire from other states to vote, and busloads of Mexicans from Oklahoma voting in Kansas, illegal immigrants. Votes are also stolen. Ballots are also burned and thrown out. A new report by the Pew Center on the states finds that more than 1.8 million dead people are currently registered to vote, as I said, and 24 million registrations are either invalid or accurate. That's an incredible amount. 1.8 million dead people are currently registered to vote, I'll say it again, and 24 million registrations are either invalid or inaccurate. 24 million people, 
that can turn the election. The Pew study also found that almost 3 million people are registered to vote in more than one state. That could be, if they're registered in three states, that could be 9 million votes. Fraud. And the Democrats and the fake news media consistently repeat unsupported, patronizing claims that voter registration and absentee ballot laws somehow suppress minority votes. Come on, people, this is common sense. But the numbers I just mentioned and the way things are set up for voting in America, unlike other countries like Australia or Europe, fraud is rampant. It's so easy. Court filings by the Texas Attorney General reveal that funding for a voter fraud ring came from the former head of the Texas Democratic Party in Fort Worth. The head of the De- Texas Democratic Party funded voter fraud. The goal of our law should be make it easy to vote and hard to cheat, not easy to cheat. The preference for opinion journalism over real reporting prompted Carl Bernstein of Watergate fame to tell a CNN summit we need to be doing stories that really look at whether or not there is widespread voter fraud. We still need to be doing that basic aspect of our reporting. But as we all know, the mainstream fake news media doesn't do reporting. They just lie and support the Democrats. David Wasserman of the Cook Political Report said that there are valid concerns about the restrictive impact of new voting laws and voters improperly removed from rolls. There's also a lot of outrage soaking and sloppy journalism in this realm that are counterproductive to fixing any real problems. The Democrats don't want to fix voter fraud. They want voter fraud. They need, actually, they need voter fraud to win, which they're not going to win. For example, to improve the accuracy of Georgia's records, state legislators last year required information on a voter registration application match a driver's license, state ID card, or social security record. Makes sense. Inconsistencies can cause a voter's registration to be flagged as pending while the discrepancy is investigated, and it should be investigated if there's an inconsistency. That's a red flag. As the Secretary of State told radio host Eric Erickson, there are 75,000 pending voters among a record total of 7 million registered in the state. Of these, 9,224 are minors under 18. Registered vote. Use 2,935 used a fake address. 3,393 are not even citizens, and 5,842 have already registered. This is just small numbers of the millions of, of unregistered, undocumented people that vote or try to vote. Of the remaining applications, 75% submitted erroneous Social Security information. In other words, they lied. Almost a quarter of those sloppy forms came from a registration effort by the New Georgia Project, a group founded in 2014 by, get this, Stacey Abrams, the hate, racist, Democratic nominee for governor there. While the fake news media have chased down the Georgia rabbit hole, law enforcement and citizen watchdog groups have uncovered serious voter fraud problems that have received almost no national attention. The fake stream news media is not going to tell anyone. For example, in Texas, Court filings by the Texas Attorney General reveal that funding for a voter fraud ring came from the former head of the Texas Democratic Party in Fort Worth, like I said. Leticia Sanchez and three other vote harvesters have been indicted for allegedly submitting fraudulent absentee ballot applications and then either intercepting the ballots in mailboxes, stealing them in other words, or improperly assisting elderly voters in filling out their ballots, helping elderly people just sign whatever they put. Separately, the Texas Attorney General has announced he's investigating 
mailers sent to nine citizens, nine people by the state Democratic Party, asking them to register using applications that had already had the box asking about citizenship checked yes. So they already had the box for be it that they said they were a citizen checked yes. They didn't care who they were or what they were. Just fill out the rest and sign even with fake signatures. In California, California was recently forced to admit that it had mistakenly registered almost 25,000 ineligible voters. The state didn't even realize it was registering non-citizens until a Canadian who was a permanent resident of the U.S. contacted the Los Angeles Times to say he had been improperly registered under the state's new automatic voter registration system. In a letter calling for an audit, Democratic Secretary of State Alex Padilla admitted that such persistent errors will undermine public confidence. In Pennsylvania, over a 20-year period, Pennsylvania Department of Motor Vehicle officials have allowed thousands of non-citizens to register to vote, and many have actually voted. That's incredible. That's illegal. That's fraud. That's a crime. After state officials withheld documents from the Public Interest Legal Foundation, PILF, and even state legislators with oversight authority detailing this mess, the PILF sued to enforce the federal disclosure law. After months of litigation, state election officials are still concealing the information that no one in the media seems interested in covering because it's democratic voter fraud. In Michigan, PILF found that Michigan lacks a system to keep false citizenship claims from being accepted during voter registration. That means Make a false citizenship claim, you're good, you're fine, vote illegally. Democratic fraud. The group's preliminary study of the Detroit metro have found at least 1,444 non-citizens have been registered to vote in recent years. If they found 1,444 illegal citizens registered to vote, you can bet there's 144,000 illegal citizens registered to vote. PILF has also found thousands of non-citizens, many of whom have voted on voter rolls in other jurisdictions, including New Jersey, Illinois, and numerous sanctuary cities. They just travel from state to state, area to area, and vote. Same votes, same people, Democratic voter fraud. In states around the U.S., major problems with our voter registration systems have been tolerated for years. 1.8 million dead people, as I said, were registered to vote. I'm going to keep repeating it. And 2.75 million people were registered in more than one state. Unbelievable. The Pew Report found that 24 million registrations were either invalid or inaccurate, making the registration systems vulnerable to fraud. Of course it's vulnerable to fraud. Despite this abysmal record, the Justice Department under President Obama, as usual, decided it would not take any action to enforce a federal law requires states to maintain accurate voter rolls by regularly removing ineligible voters. How can you not take action to remove ineligible voters? Because Obama wanted and needed voter fraud, Democratic voter fraud, to stay in office. It's common sense. It's fact. It's proven. It's there. It's numbers. Don't lie. When the 2002 Help America Vote Act passed Congress with bipartisan support, in the aftermath of the 2000 election debacle in Florida, its co-author, Democratic Senator Chris Todd of Connecticut, declared the goal of our law should be make it easy to vote and hard to cheat, like I said before. That was him. Instead, it's easy to cheat. Indeed, there is no reason why we can't pursue both goals. But the media aren't doing our Demo 
democracy any favors as usual by summarily dismissing the existence of voter fraud, like the almost 1,200 proven cases just in the Heritage Foundation's election fraud database alone, while questioning the very need for accurate voter rolls. New York City purged, get this, 200,000 voters in 2016. And it wasn't a mistake, it was done on purpose to rig the election, the Democrats. Here's how so many New Yorkers were blocked from voting and why it should happen again. The then New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman would eventually reveal that they were among 200,000, 200,000, almost a quarter of a million New York City, just in the city alone, voters who had been illegally wiped off the rolls and prevented from voting in the presidential primary. But by January of 2017, when Schneiderman announced they would intervene in a federal lawsuit against the New York City Board of Elections, along with the U.S. Department of Justice, the news fell on deaf ears again. The mainstream fake news media and the Democrats and liberals don't want to talk about it, don't even want to hear about it. The announcement had come just seven days after President Donald Trump's inauguration. Although it was the first time the total number of purged voters had been disclosed, the media was consumed with a different statistic, the crowd size of Trump's inauguration, not almost a quarter of a million fraudulent voters. At the same time, a snowballing narrative that Russia had hacked the U.S. election, as we all know, the fake Russia hoax would overshadow the indisputable fact that a domestic government agency had committed election fraud. It's big news, but it was never covered. Fake news media ignored New York's proven case of election fraud. Proven case. Perhaps because it had been facilitated by Democrats, of course. And not by Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach, a Republican, with a national profile for champion strict voter ID legislation. Mail-in ballots are also very, very, very extremely dangerous. There's tremendous fraud involved there and potential for even more fraud. There have been many cases of post and ballot fraud, such as in the 2018 North Carolina primary, which was rerun after a consultant tampered with voting papers. There was also a case earlier this year in New Jersey, which saw two Democratic, naturally, counselors charged with alleged fraud in relation to postal voting after hundreds of ballots were found stuffed in a post box. A Washington Post review of the 2016 election found proven cases of postal voting fraud and a voter fraud database collated by the Arizona State University between 2000 and 2012 found hundreds of cases of posted ballot fraud. Oregon has held postal elections since 2000 and has reported fraudulent votes constantly attempted by mail. A primary election in New York this June took weeks to determine a winner after poll officials were deluged with 10 times the number of mail-in ballots that were allowed. So that means 10 times of the normal ballots, they were phony people. They voted. To recap, the types of voting fraud include impersonation, fraud at the polls, voting in the name of other legitimate voters and voters who have died, moved away, or lost their right to vote because they have felons but still remain registered illegally, false registrations, voting under fraudulent voter registrations because you don't need ID, that either use a phony name or on a real or fake address, or claim residence in a particular jurisdiction where the registered voter does not actually live, and therefore is not entitled to vote. It's illegal. 
duplicate voting, registering in multiple locations and voting in the same election in more than one jurisdiction or state. That's when they get bused from state to state. Fraudulent use of absentee ballots, requesting absentee ballots and voting without the knowledge of the actual voter. People, Democrats pay people to request ballots and they just fill them out for people that don't even know what's being done. Or obtaining the absentee ballot from a voter and either filling it in directly or just forging the voter's signature or, or legally telling the voter who to vote for. Buying votes. Paying voters to cast either an in-person or absentee ballot for a particular candidate. And that doesn't have to be with cash, anything of value. The Democrats are big on that. Get people to vote. Illegal assistance at the polls. Forcing or intimidating voters, which we're seeing now, particularly the elderly, disabled, illiterate, and those for whom English is a second language, to vote for particular candidates while supposedly providing them with assistance. They just put in who they want to vote and the people don't know any different. Ineligible voting, illegal registration and voting by individuals who are not U.S. citizens, are convicted felons, or are otherwise not eligible to vote by the millions. Altering the vote count, changing the actual vote count, either in a precinct or at the central location where votes are counted. Ballot petition fraud, is this enough, people? I mean, look how many ways there is to commit voter fraud the way the United States is set up, the way the Democrats have it, the way they push for it. No other country wants it like this. Forging the signatures of registered voters on the ballot petitions that must be filed with election officials. In some states for a candidate or issue to be listed on the official ballot. Here are some more official findings. A sampling of election fraud cases from across the country. Almost 1,200 proven instances of voter fraud, 938 criminal convictions, 43 civil penalties, 74 diversion programs instead of prison, and eight judicial findings are all on voter fraud. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen this coming election. We only have so many days left. So let's get out and vote, and vote in person, and vote for President Trump. It's imperative that President Trump wins.